Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, welcome back to another episode. I am thrilled to be chatting with you today, although I plan on keeping this super short and sweet because mama's sick. And what happens when mom gets sick? Everyone suffers. So I'm going to try to conserve the energy and I'll tell you why I think I got sick. I haven't been sick in years. Oh my goodness, I've been, you know, loading up on all those good juice plus supplements that I take my dehydrated fruits and vegetables. I honestly feel like they keep me alive. Uh, that was not even a shameless plug. That was like a serious plug. I love them. Uh, I also feel like I try to make healthy choices. So on those nights where I might enjoy some delicious pizza with the family, because you know, that's my son Duke's favorite thing. He's just, he would, he's he pizza to Duke is like tacos to me. I have to have tacos in any form or fashion in my life. That is how Duke is with pizza. So on those nights that I choose to eat one too many slices of pizza, I'm also trying to make sure, you know, I throw like a little veggie or a fruit in there or something like that to try to balance it out right and stay healthy. But I'll tell you guys this book launch, which is exactly why I'm super excited to be talking to you today even with a scratchy voice, a little bit of a a, a little masculine tone I'm sensing here. We got it deep down in the register. I feel like my theater teachers would be pleased with how well I can still project at this moment with this voice, this deep register. But I have to say, I'm really thrilled 
to be even talking to you right now, because that means that the book has made it out into the world. And I want to take a moment to say thank you. If you were one of the people who immediately jumped on getting that book, immediately jumped on, especially the Kindle. I know a lot of you do not read from a Kindle, or maybe you have a different type of e-reader, like a Nook or something like that. I've talked about that on the last couple episodes, that it still will work. I didn't have a Kindle, but the goal was to go ahead and pop that on the Kindle strategically at a really low price. So that way people could grab it immediately and start reading it and it would start bumping it up in the ranks. Well, here's what happened because you angels, even if those of you really wanted to wait for a paperback, you were so kind to go ahead and purchase the Kindle before the paperback came out a few days later. And you guys helped it get to bestseller, not in one category, but in multiple categories. And not only that, and I could never have predicted this. I didn't even know that this was a thing because it's so rare that you can get it. You only have this one shot when it first starts, uh, you know, when the clock starts running, as soon as someone makes the first purchase, it actually hit number one in new releases in the Christian families category. So I could never have done that without you. So I'm incredibly, incredibly excited and grateful and thankful for you for doing that. If you have not gotten the book yet, I will make sure that I put a link in pretty much every podcast episode show notes that you will ever see from me ever again, but they will definitely be there today. You can also go over to Amazon and you can type in my name, Paige Killian, which can I just tell you a funny thing? I go in to type Paige Killian in for the first time to search for the book on Amazon. And immediately I see there's an author named Paige who has a, how shall we say, I don't know if fantasy, it's like romance novels, fantasy, (laughs) a series of books called Killian. So when you put in Paige and Killian into Amazon and you're searching a book, I just would like to prepare you. Maybe don't search it when your kids are near you. Maybe don't. Um, That's going to pop up first. I mean, I feel like she really kept it classy. You know, she's going to go that route. She's like, she really kept it classy. Okay. I'm here for Paige's books. Um, But what you're looking for is the book called, if you're looking for my book, me, Paige Killian, you're looking for, I've got you, girlfriend. That's the title. The subtitle is why getting organized and living this mom life is not a solo mission. And it is not. And I will keep saying that. And so much so that this mom life is not a solo mission that my sweet mom is in town right now to help with the kiddos. Because after the book launch, my husband and I had planned this a year plus ago to go hang with some awesome couple friends of ours who we love and adore. We really hit the jackpot with this. There were three other, so there's four total couples of us and all the wives and all the husbands could literally spend every day together forever. Like it is the most solid crew of fun, awesome, supportive, loving, kind, encouraging parent friends of ours. Uh, So we decided that we were going to go back to stagecoach because a couple of us were pregnant. One of the other ones had just adopted a child. And then the other one wasted no time catching up and had three baby boys back to back. So all of us together, I mean, since the last time we went, I think we've had like 12 kids. So (laughs) that's pretty crazy. So the deal is we all decide we got to go when we're not pregnant. Right. And so we booked this forever ago. 
So then we get to the time when we've got the house, we're going to Palm Springs, we're going to Stagecoach, we're going to listen to some awesome country music. Well, I decide I'm going to launch this book right before. So I'm so terribly sleep deprived, even though I was living for it. I was so excited because I knew finally the book's going to get out in the world. But I'm saying that to like mm, three, four o'clock in the morning, several nights in a row, still waking up early, early hours to make sure kids are up and off to school. And then while I'm up, I go ahead and just I'm working on our big relocation where I'm helping a family move from one state to another with a five bedroom, five bathroom house. And I was helping get all of that together, organize all of that. So that was the perfect storm. Then you put me into stagecoach in Palm Springs where the heat, the dry, dry heat immediately gets to me. Of course, when we get there, we have, you know, we have to toast, we have to do some like cheers. And it was a mix of a little bit of champagne, a little bit of tequila. I don't recommend doing that on the same day. Nonetheless, we did do that, but in moderation, right? So we're still being super responsible. So we do that. Definitely still eating some had the best first day ever. Second day comes and I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, first of all, the walking of it, you guys, the walking, this is like Disneyland times 10 when you are walking all day. And then you've got several days of this. And we only did two of the three days because my husband had a conference. We had to get back to by day two, I've spiked a fever. I'm like, Oh gosh, do I have COVID? No, thankfully no. But no, I think my body just started to break down because I had had little sleep. Um, I didn't even drink a drop of alcohol on the second day. And I decide I'm going to keep pushing through, powering through because I really love this crew. I just want to be with them and hang with them. And finally, by the end of the night, I, it was our turn. Of course, what do we sign up for? We're like, we'll do all the tacos. So I'm supposed to do this big taco dinner for us that night after we come in after days of awesome concerts. And guess what happens? I had to know my limits and I have struggled with this. And this is exactly what this episode is mostly about. I did need to give you a little behind the scenes about all the book stuff first, but this episode is made for, especially for my recovering perfectionist girlfriends out there. You know, raise your hand if you're an overachiever. I feel like that is something that I have always really enjoyed. I really, even in my business, I feel like I will under promise with the goal of over delivering. And I just want you to know that if you are that by nature and you are a perfectionist or, and I talk all about it in the book, if you are a recovering perfectionist, which is what I have dubbed myself because I'm really trying to let go. I mean, let go and let God, right. I'm as I take a little sip of my theraflu right now, hold on. Let me just take a little sip here. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I needed. Just bring me back down a little bit. I really almost thought that this episode was not going to happen because I could not stop coughing. So I, I call down to my mom, like mom, my mom's still in town. She's going to hang with us for the rest of the week. Uh, which is all the more reason I need to get better. I got to hang with mom. She's super fun. I don't want to squander this opportunity to spend every last minute with her having a good time. But I call down and I'm like, mom, please say prayers. I keep getting ready to hit record and I cannot stop coughing. So I'm thrilled that you're hanging in with me. Like I said, we're going to keep it short and sweet. And I'm here to just tell you, I want to give you permission when you feel like you are approaching your limit or have hit your limit. It is okay to say, I need 
help. I am not okay to do this anymore. So we get in from stagecoach. I'll call my girlfriend, Callie over. She's also a nurse. And I was like, babe, I, I think I actually have fever. I was like, I'm achy. I've got chills. And what's going on with me? I honestly, I think my body's just breaking down because I've pushed it to the limits recently because of this book launch. And I really wanted to hang for these last two days. And I said, but the fact is, I don't think I need to be in that kitchen making you guys food (laughs) right now. And she's like, no, oh my gosh, are you crazy? Don't worry about it. You just get straight into bed. Of course, like a sweet mom friend would do. She's like, no, you get into bed right now. What do you need? Tell us what you need. She's like, I'll go make it. It's fine. We've got all the stuff in the kitchen. We'll take care of it. And she stepped in and she took care of that for me. And was anybody in there thinking, oh, Paige is the worst. She was supposed to do this. I can't believe she did. No, right. You surround yourself with people who are supportive and kind and loving and understanding. And when you hit your limits or you're approaching your limits, you are able to reach out to these people and say, I need backup. I cannot do this by myself. Same with the book launch. There were so many things that went a little, we had bumps in the roads, but at the end of the day, I am so grateful for the people that I had with me because this was so foreign to me. I was trying something new. I didn't know what I was doing and I had to enlist the help of people who were great at this kind of thing. And so the deal is when you are a recovering perfectionist and maybe you don't even feel like you've taken on that title, but you feel like there are things that you have a vision of wanting to go a certain way. And then you quickly see they're not going that way. It's going, it's getting derailed. It's like, go, the car is veering off the road. How do you pull that car back on the road without driving yourself into the ground and getting sick, which is I waited too late to ask for help. I pushed too hard. There were a couple of things I could have done differently tried to be responsible, tried to mix the alcohol, no drinking whatsoever on day two, tried to make sure that I was uh, conserving my steps. We were laughing about how much we were walking and really just saying like, this is nothing like Disney. I feel like people go to theme parks and they think that's the most walking that they've done in years. This was like that. I mean, really, truly times 10. It was, we didn't sit. I mean, we we did second day. I took... (laughs) I had, I told you I was the one that was supposed to be doing tacos and we were doing this red, white, and blue theme. And so I had gotten, you know, good old target, the, the dollar bin right by the register. I grabbed a red, white, and blue disposable tablecloth. And right before we left, I was like, you guys, I think we should shove this in our bag. And that way we, we want to sit down because it was such dry land and ground and dirt and dust. So that way, when we want to sit down, we just unroll this little thin, tablecloth and we sit on it. It'll be great. And it was so thin. You could just roll it up and stick it in a backpack. So I'm telling you, if you guys ever, that is a hat that I will forever. They all were like, we cannot forget this if we do this again next year. So, or in any years to come, it took us eight years to get back there this time, but this time we're like, no, we're going to do this sooner than eight years. That is a good little hack. Grab This is for any time you're going anywhere that you think you might sit on the ground, go over to target and grab yourself a $1 disposable tablecloth to sit on. It was perfect. And it totally fit our red, white, and blue theme. So it was great. But as I was saying, if you feel like you identify with this recovering perfectionist, I just want you to know that had I not decided, because I very much identify with that, had I not decided to still go into this process of getting the book out into the world, 
not really knowing what I was doing, had I decided to go into it and not gone all the way and full commit and have dates in mind that we were going to have certain things done and accomplish and then hire awesome, awesome people to help with that as well, then I really would have shoot myself in the foot in the very beginning. Like I really would have shot, man, I'm in that grammar mindset right now. I'm like, I need to make sure I'm saying things grammatically correct. I feel like it's, I really would have shot myself in the foot and we don't want to do that. We don't want to be shooting anybody. Okay. But here's what I'm going to tell you too, on that note with the grammar, I joke in the book that my mom, who my kids call Graham, she put the gram in grammar. And so I said to her, I was like, mom, this book was really rushed in the final stages to get it out. And I need you to go through it. That's the beauty, by the way, of you guys. If you're interested in getting a book out and you put it on Amazon, that is the beauty of having it on Amazon is you can actually go back in and you can change if anything slips through the cracks. So I would just like to tell you, I mean, I had some killer editors who were awesome, but they were really down to the wire and trying to do stuff quickly. Um, I credit them with making it really, for the most part, amazing. But I'm just going to go ahead and share with you because it's funny. And this is part of being a recovering perfectionist. When things don't go your way, honestly, number one, I say constantly just be in prayer, be in communication with God to help you with things, surround yourself with people who help you. And most importantly is make sure you have a sense of humor when things do not go well, because this is, this is a life that we're living. This is no, their perfection is off the table. I say that in the book repeatedly. I say that on this podcast repeatedly, perfection is not attainable. And to be perfectly honest, I don't even think it's attractive because perfectionism, while you want to shoot for doing something well, there's no mistake that that is a great thing to shoot for. When you shoot for perfectionism, the problem with that is that when you don't hit it, then you feel like it's a failure. This life is not made up of a bunch of failures, in my opinion. Sure, if you want to call them that, fine. You can call them purple people eaters. I don't, you don't, you can call it whatever you want. But what that is, when a mistake is made, that is a learning experience. And that is something that you can take with you going forward in the next parts of your life. And I have too much respect for the people who helped me pull this book together to even get upset at this point over the most hilarious typo in the book. I'm calling myself out because if you were one of the people who got one of the very first editions and it's going to be changed as of today. Okay. So if you're listening to this podcast episode, it's already going to have been changed. But turn with me, if you will, to, if you, if you will, listen to that. My accent's coming out real strong. Okay. Turn with me, if you will, to page 271, go ahead and take your eyes down to the second paragraph. And here's the thing. This is a clean podcast. So I can't even say the word that it says, but I'll tell you what it's supposed to say. It's supposed to say, Back to the question of why we aren't willing to put in as much consistent energy and effort now, like we did in those early days of rookie parenting. Is it as simple as being tired? Okay, so I'm going to stop there, right? And I'm going to tell you (laughs) that somehow, I don't know if I was falling asleep when I was typing this part, but it doesn't say as. It says another word. It says, is it hmm, simple as being tired? So here's why I'm calling myself out on this, because 
here I am writing this book that has hit number one in new releases in Christian families. And guess what happened? There is a bad word that has made it into my book. And I just could not help but think, and as I'm talking with my editor and we're like, we're dying, right? Because obviously we want it to be great, obviously. And a lot of it has gone, you know, like we've soared through with no other edits, you know, whatever. There are a couple here and there. They've already been taken care of immediately. But this one, I was like, this word is in my book about Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's in my Jesus book. And then we, of course, are trying to figure out a way to make this funny because humor is what's going to save it all. Right. And I'm like, well, it is even my mom. She's like, well, it's a book about you being a recovering perfectionist and how, you know, this mom life is not a solo mission. And, you know, you got to tell people about this page. I've been on the phone with Samantha Joy. We were doing a zoom call. She's like, honestly, Paige, it feels like this is going to be just another anecdote for a newsletter. And I was like, yeah, I'm about to hit record on a podcast episode. So we're all dying. And it just occurs to me that uh, as I'm talking with my editor, she's like, well, you know, that word is an actual noble creature and it's actually biblical. And I was like, yes, because Jesus himself rode in on a donkey. Um, Are you guys picking up on what this word is. I think you are by now. Thanks. Okay. So Jesus rode in on a donkey. So I'm like, you know, of all things, this, this typo should be in the book. Um, will it get changed? Oh, absolutely. It's already changed. However, this is one of those things where that perfectionist in me, I need to remember I'm on the road to recovery. And at this point, say some prayers and take a deep breath. I've surrounded myself by amazing people who are going to just like that. They're going to fix the problem and we're going to have a good sense of humor about it. So I encourage you if you are a perfectionist and sometimes that makes you feel like when you don't achieve perfection, that you're actually hitting failure after failure. That is a really difficult spot to put yourself in over and over again. And I just want to encourage you to find a way to let some of that stuff go. Now, I will also say that if you're a perfectionist, the last thing you want to hear is for someone being like, girl, you need to let that go. That's, we don't receive that very well. That doesn't feel like constructive criticism. That just feels like criticism. So I'm going to say it with the most loving sense of mm, empathy. Is that the word for you? Because I understand what this feels like. Just know that perfectionism is really overrated. It is really hard to get there. And the bummer is that when you're not taking chances on doing things, because you might be afraid that you'll fail, you could be missing out on the most incredible opportunities. I mean, can you imagine if I was like, oh my goodness, I can't even put this book out because there are some typos in the book. Guess what would happen? I never would have gotten this message that I felt like was so important. I wanted it to help people. I wanted uh, people who were reading it, not just moms, but people who are reading it and struggling with some parenting stuff. I mean, if you guys have started reading this at all, just know it is very organization heavy in the beginning and then the middle and then the final Eric, do you guys know that I broke it down into three step, three different parts of the book? Cause I always talk about three simple steps. So there's a first, second, and third part of the book, the second and the third part of the book, especially the third part of the book. And that coincidentally is where this big fat typo is. 
those are very real and raw chapters that I felt like I needed to share because as I was writing them, I've talked about this before. It felt like therapy for me. And as I was reading it uh, recently, before we put it out in the world, I actually was consuming it as a reader instead of the author, uh, which is probably why I missed <laughs> the typo, to be honest. I will take that. I will accept that that was my mistake and it made it through. And I hope you will enjoy if this is something that you see in your copy, you can scratch it out. You can take a Sharpie to it. You can do a a little white out, or you can full on accept it, draw a circle around it and be like, you know what? This is what Jesus wrote in on. So it is okay that it's in this book. Uh, I just want you to know that this book was written because it, it felt like it needed to get out into the world. And the funny thing is sort of the repercussions and the things that are happening now after the book has come out. And I just more and more as I'm reading it now, feel like this was meant to be, it was meant to be the timing that it came out. Not whenever I wrote it in 2018 and 2019, it was not meant to come out pre pandemic. It's after we've all suffered through some of the chaos and craziness of all of that and are now coming out on the other side. And I hope that you know that you are stronger for these things that you're going through, especially if you are a perfectionist or one who is in recovery like me. I hope that you know that these are just life lessons and they make us stronger. They make us tougher. They hopefully will make us even have a better sense of humor. So if you are enjoying the book and reading it and you get to that spot because you were one of my angels who got it really in those early days, now you know a little background and that's there and you can choose to do what you want with it. For those of you who will be getting the book in the future, I hope that you just know that was still there and you might catch some other things. Who knows? You guys just reach right on out to me and let me know if you see anything else. Cause again, that's the beauty of Amazon. I can go in and tweak it real quick. So, um, I think I just want to leave you with this mom life is hard living this life. Even if you're not a mom can really be hard. And I talked about on the last episode, how a dear friend of mine, Amy Adams suggested things to me like, does this really have to be hard? Do these things really have to be hard? What is it that you're doing in certain areas of your life that might be overcomplicating something or making it harder than it has to be? And I'm so grateful that she shared that with me because when this came up, this discovery, I just thought, you know what, does this have to be hard? Do I have to get really upset about this or can I laugh it off and just know it's going to be fixed in five minutes. As soon as I tell the editors, like she's going to fix it really quickly. And then why not just have this be, you know, part of the podcast episode. Why not? So I hope you guys are having an amazing day. And if things come up like bumps in the road, if you feel like there's something that you are not trying, even though you really want to do it because you're afraid you're not going to hit the nail on the head and get it perfect and get it right at first, you could be missing amazing opportunities. Share with people, share with people your message, share with people your struggle, share with people your joys and your excitement. All of those things are things that I've put into this book that women and men, amazing men, you guys have surrounded me and given me so much love and support and encouragement as I have put myself out there and presented this book in its imperfection and glory 
to the world. And I appreciate that so, so much. So if there's something that is holding you back and you feel like that perfectionism is creeping in, I will encourage you do it anyway. Take a chance. If you mess up, don't count it as a failure, count it as a learning experience, learn from it, move forward, and do not forget to number one, be in constant communication with God and saying your prayers. Number two, surround yourself with supportive, amazing, encouraging people. And if you don't have that, call me and I'll be that for you. And number three, keep that sense of humor because it will be serving you so, so well. Thank you again so much for listening. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you getting the book. It is still available on Amazon and will be for a very long time on Kindle and paperback. In the future, we will be getting the hardcover edition out and the audiobook out. I will keep you posted. If you have not signed up for my newsletter and you are interested in upcoming podcast episodes, information about the book, you can go to everythingwithstyle.com and you can sign up there. Just scroll down to the bottom of the homepage and you'll see a little place there. So I hope you guys are having an amazing day and I'll talk to you next week for some more organization motivation and probably some more talk about being a recovering perfectionist because I think this is my lot in life. All right. Thanks so much again. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the mom's organization motivation podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.